Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Thank you very much for downloading Ultimate Couch Fans. I'm Christian O'Connell. The other guy is Brian Lacey. Here, ready and willing, mate. Gotta say, for the first time, this is show 15. (laughs) You've actually brought in some handwritten notes. (laughs) Handwritten notes, mate. This is now two things about them they're not attached to a notepad, they've just been torn out like a serial killer. (laughs) Not just that, the the handwriting. Did you write that with your foot? It's Daniel Day Lewis in my left foot. Did you have to stay behind a year? What is that? It's like a... It was. I was watching uh, the UFC in the dark, and I had to write my notes in the dark. So it oh, was. Oh come uh, on, that's, not uh, that that's, old chestnut. That's, that's come it on, on my oh, own. It's stay behind a year, boy. <laughs> Uh, do you know what my mum actually when, when I was a, when I was a kid and uh, the, the, the teacher said we've got we've got an issue with Brian's handwriting, she sent them a letter back and she showed me the letter which said um, uh, if if you've got an issue with his personality, if you've got an issue with his engagement, if you've got an issue with him being involved, then that would be a problem with mine. Concentrate on developing him as a person and forget about his handwriting. That will not matter. Thanks a lot, mum. Thanks a lot. Look at this. You know what, what a Look great reply for your mum. I'm with your mum. There you go. Yeah, but, a, but a great, I, great reply. I've never had a real job, Christian, because no one can read the applications. Oh my, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. My ten-year-old daughter, Christian. if she'd been doing Jaeger bombs, could write neater That's than that. Right, Christian. I'm reading. I wrote this less than 40 Can minutes ago. Read I can't read it, it mate. <laughs> I can't read it. It's useless. Basically, what I've brought is spare toilet roll for us for the... Uh, uh, it's oh, like Memento. <laughs> What's that one there? Which, uh, mate, uh, hopefully it will mean something as we... Uh, Where's code, okay? Yes, 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 we should be okay. Well, I'll break it down. You crack on, all right? All right, so we're going to uh, talk about um, this weekend's uh, amazing card that's kicked up a lot, UFC 216, and uh, we've also got Hero and Villain of the Week. Uh, now... Normally, we start with a couple of uh, fight questions. Um, we need to have a chat, don't we, Christian? We need to have a chat with them. Um, the questions always start the show, and they're brilliant. However, the ones I got in the last couple of days <laughs> are—it's like was I, it a full moon or something? What's what was? Bizarrely, I think there was last Thursday. Right, I think there this, really was. There might I think a... it's affected a lot of our wear listeners. Okay, you know, because the questions there was a guy called Bless him, Rob Edwards. He's been involved, mate. We've we've had Rob before. He's on the does the, the compare. He ones, supports isn't he? us from day one. Rob, Rob I love you, but we love you, Rob. If I print off your email and it's two and a half pages, I'm tapping out after the three lines. <laughs> yeah. Brian can't even write. He's not going <laughs> to understand all that thought. It was literally uh, a, 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 fantasy, a fantasy scenario of you and I on with Megan Oliveira. Wow. Um, and we're on the, the panel. So, but it was a sketch. When you say fantasy, got, how, how far towards? Not like no. your kind of fantasy. Oh God, it was talk, just talk us. Talk to me, talk to me about just, what happened. No, but it was just us as pundits. What? Just but say. there was a whole two and a half pages of dialogue before it came to us. <laughs> I was just like, what? I can't handle this. Well, so, we appreciate you writing us a West End show for this, but we're only on episode 15, so let's... Uh, let's, let's well, which one's worked, though? Come on. Uh, Donna is back with a great question. Welcome she was back, one of the Donna. first ones that uh, emailed the, the show, The first actually. one, remember? Yeah. The first She's one. got a two-part question. Uh, first one is then about American uh, AKA, and uh, you know you've got uh, Velasquez, 
Yeah. You got DC yep. and you got uh, Stroppy Pants. <laughs> Stroppy Lukey Boy. Still my, my number one <laughs> man crush. Rocky. Rockhold. Yeah. Uh, she was saying, do we think that uh, Rockhold and DC could move up to heavyweight? Uh, Rockhold's challenge Vadum for some reason yeah. he's got to be in his bonnet about Vadum I don't know where I this has come from. Now. Yeah, that's yeah. We'll get a bit more onto Vadum mm. a little bit later on. But uh, so Luke Rockhold is a, is a tall. He could be lean light middleweight, light he heavyweight. Could, he, he could pack on some more muscle. I, and I easy think got to light heavyweight. I think I think actually him and John Jones would have been a brilliant fight yeah. just for that athletic sort of. Uh, yeah. And the poster would have looked beautiful. Oh let's, let's be, can you imagine? Let's, let's oh, a well lit anyway. Underlit. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe just a g-string or something they're wearing, or or like translucent pants. Yeah, tra- trans- just so we see a bit of the old. You know, know? Oh, just 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 <laughs> the edges, right. just the edges, mate, just the edges. Come on now, come on. All right, back in the room. Two minutes ago, back we had a go room. at them for writing stupid I questions. Know, look at what we're, and we're doing. Now Rob's all forget- about all for- all looking the forget- genitalia of athletes. <laughs> Up shorty. Oh, God. Come on. Uh, DC DC has been an absolute monster heavyweight. He won the Strike Force Championship back there. He so threw... that predated UFC was a heavyweight, yeah, wasn't he? Was, he found he a lot of success. Undefeated as a heavyweight yeah. as well. So he's, he's beaten Frank Mir as a heavyweight. Oh, I think his the... left tit is heavyweight, it's isn't it? Just the left one, mate. Yes. That's right. Did you see him getting tangled up in the cords that over the weekend? Hilarious. And someone put a beautiful poster up, DC yep. versus the, uh, the the comms cord. Uh, but it was just because he was trying to do it and Joe Rogan and Anna could chat away. on TV. And it's like, he can't turn his neck. So no. It's ridiculous. But um, DC, I would love to see him go back up to heavyweight. I think because um, actually, you wonder, Bright, what does he want to do next? Okay, does he want to stay at light heavyweight and always be the guy that everyone knows wasn't good enough to beat John Jones? Or so does, does he say, do you know, what? I'm done with this period of my life now. Yeah. Done it all, and as much as I could do. I want a new challenge. Where's his growth? Or does he just retire? I think he tries heavyweight. I think he'll go back to heavyweight. Velazquez, when when will he be back? The reason he stepped away from that was because Velazquez, his best mate, his best training partner, was going for that title, got it. Velazquez is is, is way off a title shot in my eyes right now. He's got to prove he can be fit for three, four fights in a row. It's a real shame. So I think he's uh, he's one of the best heavyweights we've ever had. I think he potentially was one of the best heavyweights. I've taken him out of that sphere now just because he's been so inactive. I mean, the beating you put on Bigfoot Silver... That was like watching a murder. Yeah. The, the Dos Santos fights were unbelievably uh, yeah. uh, amazing. They, they were really the highlight of him, but he's never been physically consistent enough to No, it's to a real shame. That. Real shame. Absolute shame. But I think the, the door is open for DC to step up to heavyweight, and then if John Jones does come back at heavyweight, then uh, that story's well, open Jones as well. Well, Jones will head up there as well, fight yeah. there for a big money payday. And I think Rockhold could easily go up if you look at what's happening with middleweight and how that's going to play out with GSP and... I, I think he's better. That's off his fight, though, mate. You know that's his fight, oh, don't God, you? You don't. know that's his fight. <laughs> Worst <laughs> post-fight speech of the year. No, no contention. Oh God, mate. But but I would also like to see him take up. For, if that's a fight with some beef behind it, I'd love to see him jump from middleweight to heavyweight for just the Vadum fight. Yeah, I mean, okay. Let's get into the UFC 216. Let's talk about Demetrius Johnson. <sighs> I think this is a really big moment for him because people have been for various reasons, kind of a bit sniffy about his huge talents. And then that moment where he just picked up another human being, like it was no biggie, like he's just picking no. up your toddler yeah. to take them up to bed, lobs him in the air. Whilst he's in the air, put, sinks in an arm armbar. Suplex armbar. I mean, 
It, that for me beats the Showtime kick. Yeah. That for me beats no, the, really the Showtime kick. Has got flair. Yeah. It caught Benson Henderson. Uh, Magomed Sharipov tried to throw it. Well, did throw it in his fight back in uh, Rotterdam. Looks great. Yeah. But that move finished Borg. What was that? Do you that know it was like that Mortal Borg. Kombat, yes. wasn't it? You know, you were just like that. Finish look, him. It doesn't even look human. No, it was. And uh, th- when he talked about it afterwards, saying he was the setup because it's not just like a reactionary the knees, thing. The knees. Yeah, the knees move his body weight. Got him. Boom. And when they did it in real time and they, they showed the audio and he just goes, That's why Rogan's so good oh. when he went, can we watch it in real time? You'll get more of a sense of it. And you realise why he's so good because he was right. He's the best. You just realise he's right. That's what you've seen. It was it was the real time. We don't need it sped up or anything or yeah. even slow down. No. It takes away from how quick that move was and how yeah. many times... You know, at first I thought, oh my God, he just got lucky, he just saw it. And he goes, no, he'd been no, drilling that. You, you watch, he, he said it in his post-fight, he catches people in the gym with that a lot. And uh, you just saw, when, when, they, when they showed it again and you saw how he trapped the arm mid-air yeah. and he dropped that. And the other thing that it, they didn't As really... As if it was just, they were just rolling and he was just trying something. He just flipped, but he... This is this is Ray, but Ray Borg's never been finished. Whatever we say about him and, and the contenders going up against Demetrius Johnson, and we sort of discount them almost because of how good he is. He's world class, mate. He has oh, man, never he was been a game finished. opponent. That is a very strong, quick guy yeah. as well. Yeah, and, and 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 Demetrius Johnson did that to him like in the fifth round, I know. like it was nothing. All he had to really do was to survive that round. He was coasting to yeah, another they, huge they, win. They, they said it just before. They said if Ray Borg can survive two minutes, yeah. that will that will be a statement, a li- like, like a little moral victory for him. And Demetrius Johnson just goes, Ordu can slam, bang. <laughs> what? Like he said, even when he was chatting to Rogan uh, in the cage afterwards, he said, oh, I just picked him up like a sack of potatoes. Sack of potatoes. I thought it was actually one of uh, DJ's most physical performances. He looked really strong in there. I mean, he powered through he, him he the did, whole fight. He, he was smaller than him, so that I think I think Borg is five foot four or whatever. And, uh, yeah, massive, five, isn't it? Huge yeah. and five, so towered over him. Guys five Tower, foot four. And Demetrius is five foot three, and he's doing that to other human beings. But every single part, you, you bang on, he was very physical. He, they even talked about, on the ground, the knees in half guard that were going in that you, you don't really see people well, throwing. For most of the fight... Um, it looked like he was triumphing Ray Borg. Yeah. Ray yeah. Borg might actually be pregnant with might DJ's baby. Are we looking okay, for? You heard it here first. We've broken another exclusive on show 15. Ray Borg is pregnant. He really was on top of him a lot. Oh, he was. To him. But do you know that, that move as well? That, uh, in fact, going back to the baby thing, this shows the class of Demetrius Johnson when the fight was finished. And you saw how Ray Borg just stayed sat still for like five minutes, just like, what, what's just happened? What? <laughs> <laughs> he just sat How did he do it. that? How did that guy who was fighting do yeah, that to me? He was over that shoulder and yeah. suddenly, like, literally. How did he put an armbar in the air? Why is my arm so sore? Yeah. Where is he? Where is he? But they've called. So that happened, and uh, and straight after that, Demetrius Johnson, the first thing he said to him was, Congratulations on being a dad. So that's a nice bit of class there, but obviously it didn't sink in. But the, the name they've given that move, and this is somebody on the well, internet. Have you seen it? Yeah, I think it was John Morgan, who's a great MMA reporter, who called it the mousetrap. The mousetrap. But have you heard, right? Demetrius Johnson this week, I, I, I'm not sure what he was being interviewed on. might be the MMA hour. He said, no, 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 it's not that. I've got a, a submission you guys have never, ever seen that I'm waiting to pull off that is called, that I call the mousetrap. This one, DJ calls the Mighty Whizbar, which is bloody awful. <laughs> it's awful, mate. <laughs> oh, oh. Nice. You might be... <laughs> The greatest we've ever had. Oh. My word, the mighty whiz for, for me, for someone who, who researches a lot of fighters and has to go on Sherdog and it always says the record yeah. in the last fight, what they look, Kimura or uh, head and arm choke, whatever, lost by the mighty whiz bar. Just 
It's like they choked on what a the sweet, fuck doesn't is it? That? Yeah, like a chew it or oh something. Oh my 80s. god, the mighty Whizbar. It just sounds like an eighties cartoon oh, it's, strip. It's ruined it for me, mate. I was, I was call, really annoyed. Yeah, I was going to call him the greatest of all time, and yeah. that, but no, no, you're off. You're off the bench, mate. You're gone. Jesus. Just, just say, yeah, that's right. It's called the mousetrap. The mousetrap. And then make another name and up for the other one. Yeah, yeah. Go back with go, Matt and start brainstorming. Listen. What we can't call it the Whizwaz or whatever yeah, it is. Listen, listen. The Waz Bar. Listen, the mouse snatch. That's right. <laughs> no, he never said that right. Sorry. <laughs> why, why, we, why we always have to go I'm there? I'm sorry, buddy. Was, but but let's, let's be honest. That move, that fight, the breaking the is record. Is that the greatest submission we've ever seen? I think it is. I, yeah, I, I, I loved it. I just thought. 100%. The, the, my favourite bit as well, if you go back and watch, watch Press Row behind them. Watch yeah. If you saw that, there's uh, Kevin Ioli, there's a few other people all sat behind him. Bang Kevin bangs the ring cage. Looks like, did you just did see that? Yeah, you saw it exactly. And yeah. other people, like, literally, their jaws just dropped. Yeah. Yeah, but you can see when what When have you last meant. seen at a fight? We've seen people knocked out just in every possible way. Yeah. With punches and head kicks. But something like that is just... That's another kind of it's, level of it's talent. It's next level, and that's yeah, that's well, that's the that's the stamp that for me does make him the greatest of all time. Stops the argument, and you talk about it being like a turning point. I think it will be a turning point for pay per views for him yeah, as definitely. well. I think whatever, the crowd felt. I don't know if it was just me, but the crowd felt a bit like they were behind him a lot more than usual as yeah. well. Yeah, the atmosphere was great there. Yeah. and and let's let's give props to the UFC as well. They gave sixteen hundred tickets out to the service. Uh, yeah, the, and the, the first, first responders. responders. Yeah, so I think the the whole that that whole event had something else behind it as well, but they rose to that occasion. They really knew what they were witnessing there, and the display he put on, stamped by that finish, makes him the best of all time. What do we think he does next? What do we want him to do next? Because now he's got to, he's got to move and do something different now, hasn't he, for his career and his legacy? Do as you know well. what? I think he's too. I don't. I, I I think they'll offer him fights like your Dominic Cruz or TJ's. TJ's, but I think he will want to do three or four more fights in that division to really rack up those title defences to make his record unbeatable. Yeah. At the minute, I think he believes that is still beatable by somebody. Even Anderson Silva didn't think his would be touched no. as quickly as it's been touched by DJ. Yeah. So I think he'll want to stamp that legacy uh, and and really make that mark. So I think they'll offer him those fights and I think he's, I think he'll stay at, stay at 125. All right, let's, uh, let's now move on to, uh, before we get into uh, El Kikui, let's go to Hero <laughs> and Villain of the Week. Who is your hero this week? Uh, my hero. So listen, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna do what I always do and crowbar a couple of people that need mentioning. So obviously the the, the first responders that uh, and the UFC for doing that. Uh, Matt Hughes, uh, the, the, I sent you that video, oh, which was genuinely in, brought me to tears. Yeah, emotional, really yeah. emotional. So there's a video of him uh, meeting the people that had treated him and the hospital, and in particular two nurses that had been firsthand caring for him. And first of all, just to see him. He's obviously not in a great way, but to say he's been hit by a train and he's up walking around. How is he alive? How's he alive, mate? How is that? Hit by a train on a level crossing. <laughs> so who else? Who else can walk again after that? Uh, but but uh, it, the the recovery he's had is has been because it, we, we've we've it's kind of he's just reappeared. He's gone from being hit by a train to being well dressed at one yep. of these things. So he's my superhero of the week alongside those uh, nice. th- those ones. But um, I'm going to um, jump to a. Um, and uh, somebody won a title this week. Somebody who the title almost fight didn't happen. They won it by triangle. Not El Cucu, eh? Luis Philippe Alvin. 
Oh, Have you seen this? Yeah. So this is the guy who turned up at an MMA event. He turned up. Uh, uh, I can't even read my writing. No, <laughs> one, no, no, no one can. <laughs> Not even CIA forensic department would be able to decipher that. Is it hieroglyphics? Yes, it's, it could <laughs> go way Egyptian? back. It's, it's Latin. It's Latin, mate. Juiz de Fora. They put a tournament on, and the welterweight belt was supposed to be on uh, on on uh, on offer. So he, this Luis Philip, was was going there to watch some of his teammates fight. He's a Muay Thai fighter and a blue belt. And Jiu-Jitsu. And he went there, he couldn't afford it, so he went with his girlfriend to sell brownies outside the stadium. To sell brownies good guy. outside the stadium, but they got there late and everyone was in the stadium. So they decided between them to uh, to use some of the bill money that they've got. So they went in there and they bought the ticket, then they got to the locker room and they found out that the welterweight guy had missed weight and that they weren't they were looking for a challenger. So he put his hand up, but somebody else got the fight. Forty minutes before they were supposed to walk, that guy chickened out say chickened out it's a, it's a big statement but uh, he backed out so they offered it to him so he stepped into the cage on 40 minutes notice with a backpack full of brownies <laughs> stepped in there took on their welterweight champion got busted up in the first minute uh, dropped tried to catch him in an armbar swapped the armbar to a triangle left there the welterweight champion after only finding out 40 minutes and to top it off Louis Philippe then proposed to his girlfriend in Aww. the cage uh, and they are now getting married so that, that is that is that's a Great rocky story. story what a beautiful what a thing and uh and just respect to him. And you should marry a girl like that, a girl that you would quite happily, yep. that you, in 40 minutes' notice, step in on a, a, a world-class event. Yeah, being. it's quite some date night, isn't it? Yeah, what do you, you fancy? Don't get in, yeah. then you got to sell cookies, then you get then, in, then you get and then you got gas fight. money, and then you, you, your boyfriend's jumping in there on 40 yeah, minutes' notice. And, uh, and now they're getting married. So for me, that's a, a feel-good uh, hero of the week. I love that one. Uh, my hero of the week is Herb Dean. Oh, dude. Herb Dean turned 100% dad <laughs> when he just went over at the end of round one to Kevin Lee and went, don't do that again. It was don't like let a, me see you do that again. Yeah, that was it. It was don't such let me see you like a dad thing. <laughs> Have you ever played with a thermostat? <laughs> Who's touched the thermostat? Who's been in my office? Eh? It was so stern. Oh, man. It was amazing. I mean, it was a really late strike. Yes. I mean, yeah, it was yeah. really, I think it was out of frustration or whatever was going on. But I think he was out of surprise as well because he was he mounted Kevin uh, he, he mounted El Kukui, Mr. Yeah, Mr. Ferguson, at the end of that round, and I don't think he expected to be that dominant. No. I think he was like, "I'm going to get one more in while I'm, yeah. while I can." Yeah. Um, so it'd be for. I, I mean, I love her, Dean. I think he's he's one of the very best. But I just love the the low uh, blow warning. Don't do that. Don't let me see you do that again. <laughs> Um, I love it. Who's your villain? <laughs> My villain of the week. So this goes to uh, Pancrase in Japan. Pancrase in oh, Japan. God, this, this is not the weight cut. The weight cut. So they this and it's also what That's I'm going to say as the team. I've, I've put it on my my uh, Twitter at Brian Lacey MMA. Um, retweeted it and a few other sites have picked up on it as well. It's uh, weight cutting is the most dangerous part of our sport, and there has to be a point. A fighter will do all they can to make weight. A fighter is. They've to, got to get paid, and that's just yeah, in their DNA to, to fight. They've just, been training for months. Yeah, so it's up to the promotion and the, uh, the more importantly, their teammate as well, teammates, coaches, to say when. They literally dragged a man, I think, just minutes from death well, away he's, he's from... He's semi-conscious, and then he's, he's dragged off, dra- and, and then and, fights. And then fights the next day. So I think it was a, uh, I think it's just a real blight on what this sport is, and I think there's so many other people that could have put a stop to that earlier that that like shame on pancras and shame on his team because that's that is not how you look after people you love and also the sport we love 
All right, my feeling is kind of a strange one because I thought the, the whole event and uh, it happening anyway in the wake of what happened in Vegas and the way that they got Everlast to sing and not doing the uh, the national anthem, uh, did America the Great because they want to be more of an inclusive song. UFC did that brilliantly. And the videos and what they've done thanking the first responders. And I think even Demetrius Johnson, his very first words, he yeah, thanked yeah. The, the responders, which is incredible. when he's, That's his moment, but he just wanted to, to give thanks to them. What I found really, really unsightly is Dana White then calling out Jason uh, Audion. 100%. And this is a guy who was a target himself of the shooter yeah. and managed to survive and saw horrific things that none of us can fully understand. And Dana isn't anyone to tell him what he needs. He doesn't need or owe us anything nope. he needs to come and do. He didn't want to appear on a pay-per-view fight. You know, basically a fight. He went onto SNL because I think he wanted to one probably go nowhere near Vegas yeah. for quite a long time, if ever again, because it must be so traumatic for him to go back to Vegas within a matter of days. Yeah, it's his decision and his process, whatever he's going through. We can't even imagine for Dana to do to get it so right the UFC and then to call out a guy on social media saying you chose your career and all this. You don't know. You don't know what he did. No, I did. That's I it. thought it was I, I agree terrible. One hundred percent with that. I think there's uh, it was that, a really ugly thing to do. Yeah, I think I think it was a blight on what was what was uh, everything that they did in response to that, and everything the way they embraced Las Vegas and the city and the people and the first responders was was amazing. But they did, he did not need to do that. I there's no point really in attacking surprised. somebody, especially because that person was there. He's been through a traumatic event. He's lucky to be alive. And he went on us now. He said, "I wanted to get my message out." Then, if you've seen the opener to SNL it's, it's pretty amazing yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then Dana's yeah. saying no you should have been at my UFC event with the other survivors like you don't get to say you that know, you don't it's, it's not your call it's not, it's, it's not your call and I, th- I think uh, I, th- I think he's just overstepped it and it's put a little blight and it's yeah, been it's noticed really it's, it's been noticed that if yeah. you look on social media if you look at the way people are responding to that it's taken away from the great stuff that they did with the million dollar uh, donation and yeah. all the stuff they did for the first responders so I, I agree alright then uh, let's move on to El Kukui El Kukui my friend it was oh a very God. El Kukui fight in that if you've watched a lot of uh, Ferguson's fights he he gets hit quite a bit uh, looks like he's almost you know, in trouble. And then his cardio, his endurance, and just this relentless craziness yep. carries him through. And he is a finisher, and he's a he's such an exciting fighter. And what an exciting fight. Well, he, he, he he did get in trouble. Like, yeah. this, this is the, I almost felt tagged. I felt like he, he the, at the weigh-ins, if you watch that, he's very relaxed. He's usually a bit more intense than that. Uh, on the build-up, he, he, there's a certain confidence. I thought, are you overconfident for this? And he yeah. started so slow. And I was watching that first round, and he's getting caught and tagged. Uh, but Repeatedly, re- at will by Kev- Kevin with, Lee. Kevin Lee with a shorter reach, but uh, catching him with the jab. Really a, quick, a great lot. striking. Oh, st- stunning striking, very, very accurate. But but I was thinking, he's, he's misjudging this because, and I was so wrong, because all he was doing was he was letting Kevin Kevin Lee wear himself out. He was letting him come forward and throw shots that maybe he shouldn't have been throwing. And he was also, like, he's made that walk a few times now. Yeah, he's, he he's, uh, he's been in, in, on the and really he, big he, stage. Normally fights like that where he... He's got a granite chin, and I didn't. I'd forgotten just how. I know his jujitsu is amazing, but how strong he is on, on, on the bottom. He's oh. so strong. I mean, you don't often see someone being submitted now in 2017 from a triangle from, not, from the bottom. Not from that setup as well, because the armbar was there before, yeah. which Kevin Lee survived. And then that, he didn't get that, and then he quickly just he transitioned to that. But but even with the way he finished that, because he, he put he put the arm. Usually the arm would go across yeah. the neck, so he put the shoulder on the other on the other artery, and he he pushed it to the other side and just used head. Pre- yeah, and then that is his hips up towards his head being pulled it's down. It's just a crazy, yeah. crazy for a uh, level of jujitsu, crazy level of strength, and that performance just showed 
everything that a yeah. champion was made of. It was it was it was so exciting. And when it turned round and, and there was that second to third round where Kevin Lee sat down and went, I'm a bit tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little bit tired. And talk about Kevin Lee, then a couple of things about Kevin Lee. One, what the fuck was that on your chest? Oh, that staff, staff infection, I mean, mate. That's I mean that's... he shouldn't have been fighting really. I mean we're talking about, you know, organizations that don't get that right. I mean it looked like the, the fight was in jeopardy because he'd been fighting that infection. Well, th- and he almost didn't make way. For people that understand what staff is, staff it might just look like a mark on his on his chest. That is not what staff infection <laughs> It can be it, like a flesh eating. Have you seen the, do you remember Kevin Roundelman, the holes that he used to have in his well, body? The last one that, um, that I remember in the UFC was Matt Hamill versus Keith Jardine. And when oh. they weighed in, the Matt Hamill had physically had a hole in the yeah. back. So uh, King Mo nearly died from it and yeah. he lost a leg to it. So he, he he's never been the same fighter since he's uh, he's come back. Staph infection is, uh, you talk to fighters who've gone through it, it's, you have to treat it so quickly. It's so debilitating. Your cardio goes, mate. It's It just it just drains your body. It is a, it is a full infection. A body infection, uh, and for the for that them not to notice that as he's got a bit we all saw it. We all saw it. Yeah, we all saw room. that. Even yeah. first thing Joe Rogan is that staff? Is yeah. that staff? still visible <laughs> on his there? chest? Was like is that a hickey or is it staff? Yeah. I mean, he is the Motown phenom, but the uh, but that that will have affected his cardio without a doubt, and. Yeah, praise for Kevin Lee for, for still yeah, fighting. Yeah, I thought as, as much as I, I really enjoyed the fight. I thought it was a really exciting with plenty of to and fro. I was Ferguson, as we said. I we, you know, we called it. We said that that as the fight went on, he will take control and win. However, as much as I was impressed with Ferguson, he kind of did what I thought he'd do. Yeah, I was also really impressed with just how much potential and how good Kevin Lee is. Yeah, his grappling is is amazing. His striking has come on loads. I mean, he was really good. And also his ground game, he's got really heavy hips. Reminds me a bit of like BJ Penn. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was really impressive. Well, no, no one else that I can remember has mounted Ferguson. Yeah, no one else has mounted Kevin uh, 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 Tony Ferguson, I, and that is a statement in itself. He seriously is a, a massive he's talent. 20, 25? 25 years really old. Twenty five to life, mate. And uh, uh, but I, there's one, two things that worry me a little bit about. Um, him physically, he was big. He struggled for mm. weight, so we saw that. There was that whole uh, missing weight first time, having to come back and make it the second. Um, there was that. And uh, and the other thing that worried me was he said in his, his, his post-fight interview, I'm thinking about going up a weight class. He's not big enough for a welterweight. No. He needs to just lean up on the muscle a little bit, work on the cardio. And he's a monster at lightweight. He is a, yeah, he is a phenom. Yeah, he is. And there's plenty of other fights for him, and he is... He's a future champion in that division, and he, that division is probably the most exciting division in the UFC uh, right yeah, now. Easily, easily. You look at that. You look at the line of killers. There's down, another down couple of fights he can have. He will have that belt. Yeah, he's got all the talent. He almost he he won the first round. Yeah. Second, I don't think he did. And then uh, coming Second out of the third, third, he started to do well again. And Start, then, well, he t- they actually all came from a takedown. So yeah. he, he uh, Ferguson came out and said, "This is my round," which I was loving. I love I was, I, honestly, I've got tingles just thinking about it now. They should let him fight in his sunglasses, uh, <laughs> or at least at least let him walk out wearing <laughs> those. Right. They're permanently there. Oh. I, I, I don't like seeing him without the shades. He's always got always those got the shades. Old nineties Matrix shades. I love on. it. I love it. It's a, it's a bad look, but it's a great look if yeah. you know what I mean. But he's uh, uh, but when he said, "Yeah, it's my round," and then Ferguson took him because Ferguson said uh, no sorry Lee had said uh, I'm tired when he took him down I thought well that, that's massive yeah. that is huge but then Ferguson's ground game his guard is so active the elbows he throws he makes it exciting you know you see some people when it goes to the ground it's just really boring yeah. and it's hyper 
them. If you know what you're looking for, it's great. But for, for, for a lot of it, just it's just boring. Yeah. It's really boring. However, nah, come nothing, on, watch, watch him. He makes boring. it dynamic, exciting. Nothing boring there. He's just flamboyant. He's on his feet. It's great. He's one of the most flexible and dexterous uh, fighters in, in, in the thing. Eddie, first of all, got to talk about Eddie Bravo, the school teacher in his corner. What was going on there? <laughs> Eddie Bravo. I think he's an interesting the, character anyway. He's, he is, but I class him as one of the like, most interesting, cool people on the planet. Yeah, he he's, is. He's 10th uh, Planet Jiu-Jitsu. He's a game changer yeah, in Jiu-Jitsu. He's, he's, he's just got his rock, but he does his music and all that sort of and stuff. And then he's a, he's a space cadet with Rogan smoking goodness knows what. Always. Uh, and then uh, and then he turns up for the Ferguson fight with, with slicked back hair and glasses the, no, on. But not, let's talk about the glasses. You know, um, I wear glasses for reading, right? And you can just buy and go, th- you can just buy them from the stand. That's right. You? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they're like nine quid. They're like a standard lens. Yeah. It looks like those ones you just get for a tenner. He got them en route, didn't he, mate? He did. That's I think he forgot it. them. En route. That's Stoners. That's that, st- their short-term <laughs> memory goes. So he had to take it to a 7-Eleven. Just get them. Oh, it just made me laugh because he's got such a, he's got a crew, he's got Tony Ferguson. He's got all the lot. And then and yeah. then little Eddie Bravo popped his head with over his the reading top glasses With on. his reading like glasses on. he's tucking <laughs> into a Kindle in between rounds. <laughs> Conspiracy theories, volume three. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh dear. Uh, the, the only the uh, the real shame was uh, Kevin Lee took it really bad, didn't he? I mean, I was, you see people get upset, but he was beyond. My upset. favorite bit of that though was when he was crying. DC first yeah. goes, "It's okay to cry, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, if it means that much to you, Kevin, you can cry. I've seen that man cry. People can cry." It felt like he was hoping that Joe would back him up, but there yeah. was just DC just <laughs> yelling it. Yeah, that's right. And two weeks before, however long it was since the uh, uh, John Jones fight, Kevin Lee uh, went on the MMA and actually yeah. called DC a bitch for yeah, crying in the ultimate. <laughs> Instead yeah. going, it's okay, Kevin! You can cry! If it means that much uh, to you, Kevin! No one is more excitable to be alive right now than DC. No. There's no one there. I mean, he was actually too excited at times. I don't think the three of them worked because they were talking over each other a yeah. hell of a lot yeah. with Annick and, and Rogan. And DC was just so excited yeah. to be there. Yeah, Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> you did it again, Joe Rogan. <laughs> it's like at times they just got a fan from the stand <laughs> who's had a couple. <laughs> and the other thing was, I thought... You know, last week I said, you know what, if if Kevin Lee does win, that's going to be amazing. Conor McGregor called out speech. And obviously Ferguson went down that route. Obviously he has to ask for that fight and he deserves it. However, that wasn't a great... That was terrible. Well, you haven't moved on from the... Uh, motherfucker. I mean, you no, watch other people no. who just might be boxing fans and think about it, and they see that from one of the best elite fighters yeah. and athletes we have. That whole, you motherfucker, where are you at, you fucking bitch? Like, yeah. Aren't we up to speed with all that now? Yeah, well, it was even when Joe said, how's this physical? Woo! Yeah. Awesome! Yeah. Woo! It's like... What? Yeah, and you got you what? must have thought about what you might say. Like, we know, know he's not the best. The fans are watching. What I also loved though, because obviously that that was his call out. That's that's what he sort of that was the first one. But they gave him like McNugget. Four, 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 that's your best joke. That's, that's McNugget. Him, McNugget. I mean, mate. it killed in the room. Yeah. But calling him McNugget, no, that's the only thing on. you could think of. Come in on. Eight weeks of fight camp. For, McNugget. Yeah. yeah, yeah. McGregor will be looking forward to the press he must conference. Must be terrified. Oh goodness! But but then they they gave him another chance at the press conference. They said so. So he yeah. called out. Then they gave him another chance on Fox and eventually he had some new material eventually they got one quote that it was basically yeah I'll, I'll haunt your dreams and yeah or whatever it but was but even be. that isn't that it's not mate but come it, on it was terrible it like it's, it's up there with Luke it made me it's up there with it is. Rock Holt's at number one easy number undefeated. one undefeated undefeated Demetrius Johnson this year of bad <laughs> post fight speeches but then coming in hot <laughs> number two sorry Okakui I love oh. the fight and it, what what happens next and I think Connor has to give him the fight but the thing is, Connor doesn't 
he, he's kind of outside of normal matchmaking rules, isn't he? Yeah. Because he is... He will decide. The UFC have never had a fighter that who can call it because he his last four fights have all sold over one million pay-per-views. And there's no one else. No one Brock else Lesnar's has touched done that. Three. Brock Lesnar did three. Yeah. And he's a megastar he's of gone. WWE. He's gone yeah, as and well. He's, he, he's not going to fight again for them. No. Nope. Whereas Connor has still got another, we don't know how many fights, but he is such big financial business for them. He's King Connor. He will call that fight. But for me, as a fight fan, I want to see him fight Ferguson more than the than the trilogy with Diaz. Uh, Dana White sort of said that is the only fight to make, and that'll be put out there. Conor McGregor has said, "Look, I, I want to defend my belt, but this is this is against Tony Ferguson." And for me, Ferguson. Who do you think, if Conor was watching it right, who do you think he would prefer to be fighting? I I, I, I think Ferguson is is. I think he's a dream matchup. I, I, for for Connor, he, yeah, because you think how easy it is to hit Ferguson. I, he got peppered I, I was, was going to say that at the start because he gets he does get caught, so that will have lit um, uh, McGregor's eyes up. But what I think Ferguson is outside of that, the other skill set and also his demeanor and his style, he's he's a lot like a Diaz. He mm. is a lot like a Diaz, but I think he's uh, he's got a higher fight IQ, so a well, more well rounded game. I think he's a better striker. I think he's m- more unorthodox than a Diaz with some of the yeah. stuff he can throw. Um, so I think he's a tougher matchup. But that was the thing, because I had a little back and forth with one of my mates, Tom Russell, and he said he sent me a message saying, so Ferguson's just going to walk through McGregor. And I said, yeah, if you look at all the things, he should, he should, but he gets hit. He gets hit easily at the start. Motown Phenom dropped him. him. He dropped him. Tagged him easily because yeah. he's so lanky and he has his guard so low. Yeah. It's tough at that level. He's, he gets hit too easily. Now, he's got a strong chin, but Connor is a heavy hitter. Connor hits like no one else. Ask everybody. You might, we've got questions about his cardio yeah. and his ground game, but when it comes to that, that's his strength. Yeah. That's his big thing. That left hand, that chain, that they did that great um, comparison people before and after they fought Connor, and every time before they're all cocky, it's not going to happen. Every time after, most of them are talking about the power in his left hand. And he's, he's a, he, he's he, a counter puncher as well. He's accurate. His accuracy yeah. is timing. He he can hit Ferguson. This yep. is the same thing like we were talking about if he fought Habib because Habib got caught uh, by Michael Johnson. That meant people suddenly thought, oh, if he can get hit, McGregor hits like nobody else in that division. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that makes it interesting. It's it's the that's fight why to make. for the fight fan. I think for the proper fight fan, that's the one we want to see. But I I want to see more than the third DS fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they can do that any moment. That can be a swan song. It can be. And I know any people say there's more money in that, but. He's got enough money. Yeah. And he owes us fight fans and the UFC that he's got to basically defend the belt properly. Yep. And that is, otherwise, what's the point for Tony Ferguson having that fight and winning it if they don't make, or even Connor? I thought Connor this week might have done a video going, let's do the deal. I'm yep. coming back. I will beat you, Ferguson. December, December 30th. Yeah. There'll be something in the pipeline, I'm sure, but he'll be sorting his deal out before he goes spouting off and, and putting himself in a corner. I still think it would be a big fight because it's. It's huge, mate. I it's think huge. They're two good trash talkers. Yeah. I think Ferguson will be a great trash talker. Yeah. I think stylistically they match up really yeah. well as to find out who is the king of the lightweights. And they're both finishers. They both, I think Ferguson's only had two decisions in his last he 10 He lost two, was it Michael Johnson because Johnson, his arm that, broke? That was his last loss. So that was 11 fights, uh, yeah. 10 fights ago. Yeah. So um, they're both finishers. They're both killers in there. It's, Make it an the instant fight. prediction now. Say they fight, who wins? Why would you do that to I know, me? No, no, We're no. friends. I need, Why I need would a you name. do I'm, I think Ferguson I'll wins. Go Ferguson. I go Ferguson. How many we both said that? I know. Look at that. How weird we is that? We love Connor. We love guy. Connor. That's but right. I think Ferguson does it. I still think he beats Mayweather. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but I, I, I just, I think for, I, like, it's the cliche, but I do think it's his time. I think he's. I think it's. I tell you one thing though about his kind of style. And that that is a short shelf life he's got of being the champion. Yeah. Because there's so many other people. I think he could. I think he would beat McGregor. Yeah. But I think post that. With that, how he fights and seeing him against Lee, I thought, do you know what? You're not going to be a, a long-standing champion. Yes, well, the, the, but let's think about people who fight like that. Gaethje, if he comes through yep. Alvarez, put them in together. Um, that division, you just look down at Habib's. It's, it's amazing. It's a beautiful. It's, it's everything the UFC. And there's Kevin Lee who will come back stronger. He as will well. come back stronger uh, and hopefully stay at lightweight. But that that is that's the fight to make. But what we have then is a division which can help lift the UFC. And and I've got to be honest as well. We've we've had a bit of a go at the UFC over the last few episodes just about we And I about, know they're terrified. No, oh, they are listen, I've had I think a, Dana I've had a, I've hasn't a, been able to sleep. This is actually night. a letter from Dana. This is not I my hand writing. Tears this stains, is these aren't are, they? These are, not, that's not tears, man. You know that four billion Chuck out the fat uh, that four billion pound company is really worried about <laughs> us two pricks. They're like, what have they said this week? But Oh, God, that's really me. <laughs> <We've got laughs> guys, guys, can we track him down to a studio in Guildford? <laughs> that guy outside the studio, he, he's one of Dana's henchmen, that he guy is. today. Honestly, no, yeah, Brian and I are living on the lamb at the moment. We're hiding, we're, we're staying in people's that's sheds that's because that's we are a threat to them. <laughs> we're a problem, mate. We are a problem. <laughs> we put the UFC the entire notice. on notice. On notice, that's right. But I think that we've, we have had a dig at them about the old UFC, new UFC and all that stuff but look at the running of fights we've got in towards uh, so have you, did you see the trail for um, GSP um, oh, the Bisping. mini movie the oh, mini, the mini. But it's amazing <laughs> it's amazing it's wonderful oh, oh GSP it got me back. more excited about it yeah you yeah. know and also is it me or is that Bisping's wonky eyes got worse it has got so it much worse it felt like mate. he was looking at the bus over your shoulder right. Right. <laughs> now it feels like it's actually gone another couple of notches well, what's the joke what's, I mean, one's paying the bus driver one's looking yeah, for a seat that's, that's the right, thing isn't yeah. it that's right that's I mean what <laughs> GSP's fighting a one-eyed dude I know, I know but did you see the press you watched the press conference yeah. so GSP has put on some size it's a Big. Well, I mean, what's he doing in that swimming pool? What's, what is he? Yeah, he's got a good swimming oh, he's coach. Got, he's got he's a lot got, of swimming going he's on. He's got a good swim coach, mate. Well, John Jones is out of work at the minute. Um, but he had put, he's putting a lot of size. He was always a really big welterweight, wasn't he? Yeah, he, was, he, he looked thick. So, he was yeah. stocky, thick, yeah. but, but athletic as well. But it, he looked he looked big. And that that's going to be interesting as well because he's. Uh, it's like when Conor McGregor jumped up to 170, using a new, using a new uh, uh, engine. Uh, with that size, how he's going to cope with that sort of stuff. But again, the trash talk was good. I thought that the press conference... He still looked good when he was doing... You saw him doing some spiralling. You realised just how good GSP is. How athletic. And if he's recovered for... It's exciting. Like That promo, that press conference, as well as looking at... The, the card underneath it, the Cobra, Which Cody great. Garbrandt versus uh, uh, TJ Dillashaw. My God, what a fight that is. Mm. Um, uh, that has got me so excited for that next All event. right, I'm now going to continue with my new format of instant predictions. Oh, my God. GSP Bisping, I go Bisping. <laughs> I'll go Bisping. I think size will be too much. His wrestling is underestimated. And I think uh, GSP will have some issues uh, mentally coming in, into this, I think the pressure. It's really nice of, it... of Bisping to talk about that, <laughs> really right from the get Have no problem going there with yeah. the white elephant in the room and no. his kind of, you know, did he have a breakdown? He said he had Abducted some issues. Abducted by aliens. Whatever What's went going on, on? Bisping straight. You're a nutter, mate. Watch out, Loopy. You're El a... <laughs> Loco. 
<laughs> wow, God. He's still the best at trash talking his Bisping. Oh, he's amazing. I think he's better than Connor. Because and I wasn't expecting it with this this fight. No. I, like when they signed this, I was kind of like, what? And and Bisping, when they went to that press conference and he was just on GSP. Well, this, that, he, was he was drunk. He was pissed out of his face. <laughs> I'll kick your ass then. I'll kick it now, you little prick. Um, <laughs> we've got to take the piss out of his He's just, he's brilliant. He is, yep. he is outside of Conor McGregor and Chael Sonnen. I think he is, he is the best. I, I can't wait fight. for that fight. Can't come soon enough. I forgot how quick it is now. It was crazy. It felt like it was ages. Been like, why are they doing the primer for this? And yeah. I remember we're in October. October. It's next November month. November the 4th, mate. That and happens. I, I, like we said, the, the rest of the card is brilliant as well. Thank you very much for downloading. Remember to rate and review. And... Sane questions, OC at ultimatecouchfans.com. Also, don't forget, uh, I'm, I'm away next week, so I'm going to so be... Tell, tell everyone where you're going. So this I'm is pretty going, amazing. This is amazing. So ACB, we've got Canada and Montreal. We've got that happening uh, on... Uh, what date would that be? That would be the... F- so you've got fight carding Canada? Montreal. 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 So Amazing. we're going there. So Zach Mikowski taking on Yoni Sherbatov as the main event. That's a, that's an awesome fight. Uh, is it the 14th? Yeah, it is the 14th. That is it on, on the October the 14th. Then we're in Brazil on 20, the 20th. That's an easy trip, isn't it, to go from, from Montreal from, yeah, to, to Brazil? So what I'm doing is I'm actually off to stay at El uh, Caso de Mia. No. Uh, Casa no, de Mia. Bad yeah. idea. Yeah, they, no, they want find me there. A motel. They want me there, no, no, mate. No, no, they, no. They've invited Not round at crazy. It's like what? weekend at Bernie's. We're <laughs> at weekend at Frankie's. No right. And I don't want to see you again until it's time. Like a smackhead. Listen. Basically, Zamo look, strung out. Goodness knows what you'll get up to over there. I think I'll be a black belt under me. You'll, you'll find it, plenty of places to grapple with <laughs> whoever you want. If you pay cash. That's right. But but what? So I'm going to be over there. So I'll be away for next week. So what we can oh, do. Oh, that's commitment. What we can. I can't be asked, mate. This is I was going to say, so. I don't believe ACB does the shows during the week. Yeah, that's what a, you do in Monday to you're Friday, quite you right, lazy mate. You're quite right, mate. I should you're like the Andrew originally to I'll my f- George Michael. <laughs> So what are you doing next week? So uh, next week I'll, I'm going to be at Frank's so we can do a Ask Frank with the listeners. If the listeners want to send you questions oh, that I can then ask Frank, I can record them and we can we can send them over and you can drop them into whatever. whatever. Question number one from me. <laughs> do you grapple? <laughs> do you grapple? <laughs> yes, he does, mate. Yes, he does. To a very high level. There we well, go. Well, yeah, they're definitely then. Ask Frank next week. He can be our uh, new agony uncle on the show. Oh, that's great. All right, pinging normal questions, okay? <laughs> no, Frank, okay? Um, OC at ultimatecouchfans.com. Rate and review the show. Thank you very much for listening. Us!